0: Hey, everyone, welcome to Wendy 2.0 and my passion project podcast. Why 2.0 you ask? Because once upon a time, I was a social media influencer named keto warrior Wendy, I spoke passionately about keto mindset, spirituality and holistic health. When I outgrew that stage of my life, my passion for speaking about these topics didn't disappear. So I've taken some time to grow and become more authentically who I am. I've rebirthed myself as Wendy 2.0, the new and improved version. This Passion Project podcast is a result of my desire and my life purpose to share information and to help give a voice to others to share what they're passionate about. I am looking for passionate collaborators in the spiritual, holistic and mindset arenas. If you would like to be a guest on my podcast, please reach out to me. You can find all of my contact information on my website at worldofwellness.ca. I would love to hear what makes you tick. You can find this podcast on YouTube and Anchor, the always free and fabulous podcast platform. I am also on other social media platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest as well as google my business thank you for listening and now on to today's passion project podcast guests hello everybody and welcome to wendy 2.0 where everything you receive is real raw and authentic so today I have my very good friend with me, Tyler Jacqueline. Tyler, Tyler is awesome. Tyler has helped me change my life. He's a master prac uh, NLP coach. I have done much high-level coaching with him. He has really, truly helped me change my life. And he's here today to talk to you about his spiritual journey and how he has gone from a spiritual journey into a shamanic journey. So becoming working towards becoming a shaman and how he incorporates that into his business. I am super excited to have him here with me today. Welcome, Tyler. Thank you for being with me. So just let us know who you are, what you do, and then we'll get into the discussion.
1: Awesome. Thanks so much, Wendy, for uh, having me on this amazing podcast that you've been doing for a while now. I feel so blessed and pleasured uh, that you even uh, considered me uh, to uh, come on for one of your shows. So uh, I am a master practitioner in neuro-linguistic programming, timeline therapy, hypno, uh, and uh, we also have a couple other tools in our toolbox as well. Um, I just noticed that for me, Uh, there was something missing. I mean, I was working with like four pillars with my clients, right? The mental, the emotional, the spiritual, and the physical. And I'm like, I got the mental, the emotional down pretty good. The physical, I got down pretty good. But I think the spiritual was kind of an awakening for me as well. Um, Not only was it uh, for my clients, but I went on a, a spiritual journey myself too. So I've been a master practitioner since 2016, I think it was. And all of a sudden, I moved to Barry. Okay, with my new family, my my beautiful wife Lori Bertoni and my two girls, and we moved to Barrie, and, and all of a sudden, things started to happen for me. Okay, um, I felt cold. I felt hot. Uh, I felt like somebody was watching me. I mean, I almost felt a little crazy. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. Welcome but I to knew- menopause.
0: <laughs> Cause that's how it feels, folks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So what the what the thing was is though when I knew something wasn't right is when I'm in the house by myself and I'm washing, cleaning up the kitchen. I'm washing the dishes, and it's like I felt the hand on the back of me, on my back. That's when I'm like, ooh. So I went to my wife, and I'm like, Glory said. I need you to sit down and I need to talk to you, but I need you to listen to me. Please don't interrupt me. Cause I know what I'm about to say is probably going to sound a little crazy to you, right? She goes, okay. So I told her, I'm like, I feel this. I feel that I feel somebody put something on the back of my other uh, hand on my back. And I'm thinking that she's going to like, think I'm crazy or freak out. And she's like, no, you know what? You need to call this person, this person, <laughs> and this person. And I'm like, wow you like already know this. And I'm pretty sure at that time, you were one of the three or four that she actually had me give a call to, right? So it was it was a journey when I first started. I mean, in, in the house where we lived, we had some spirits in here that we kind of had to get rid of. Um, my energetics itself, I was burning up. And I thought that maybe I had to go learn how to do Reiki and a few other things to kind of take a, you know, release the energy that I had, but it still just wasn't releasing. I mean, we're in the middle of the, of the winter, right? Like minus 35, minus 40. And I can't even have the sheet bed sheet on me because I'm sweating inside. But when you touch me, I'm normal. Right? By the so way, mine, just mine. let me
0: interrupt super quick. Sure. Minus 35, minus 40, that's Celsius for those of you that are not oh. in Canada. True. So, minus 35, minus 40 degrees Celsius. Yeah. It's damn cold. cold, <laughs> cold. Right? It's cool. really, really yeah. cold.
1: Like okay. if you have a runny nose, you have icicles coming out of
0: it. Exactly. Your nostrils right? are starting to freeze together. You're starting <laughs> to get icicles on your eyelashes. Like it's cold. It's, it's, frostbite weather it's you do not want to be uncovered so tyler is not able to put a sheet on in minus yeah. 35 i'm freezing like i am got 20 layers on and yeah. i'm having hot flashes he's he's not
1: <laughs> oh, I, I i'm i'm having something going on but it was <laughs> like it was like the energy was bouncing like this, like a, like a ping pong ball back and forth. Right. Um, so what I did learn is I learned how to uh, expand my energy. As soon as I learned how to expand my energy. Wow. That went away. That went away real quick. Um, having other energies coming into my field and bothering me uh, that wasn't there anymore. Why? Cause I was so open and accepting to growing my own energy field that it was it just honestly if i felt somebody in my energy field they're probably 100 feet away from me that's how expansive i feel that my energy field is right now and i'm totally okay with that i'm very comfortable with that um you know a lot of people think that you know the the lighter you are the more you're going to attract great attract it have it come in We'll turn that white real quick, you know, or they're going to turn around and go somewhere else because I don't think it's the light that you have to worry about I think it's the mindset that you have behind it, right? Your thoughts about that is going to be what that vibration is. like. I mean, you could be of light, but if you have like not a great vibration of a thought process about that, it's going to lighten that to have something.
0: So can I interrupt you just for a sec? Sure. I want to talk to you a little bit just about why, when you expanded your energy, did the heat drop in your body?
1: Hmm. Um, because it was my whole field. I felt like it was pouncing on me. Like, um, uh, how can I say this? It's kind of like, uh, you know, like an hourglass. Okay. If you have an hourglass and you fill the hourglass with balls and balls and balls and balls, right? That's kind of, that top of the hourglass is like your life. Right? And you got all these balls in here, but all this energy and pressure is kind of pushing it, squeezing it, but it's not filtering down. right? It's not filtering down. Once I expanded my energy, it kind of opened up the spout for everything just to flow through. So I really felt like there was more of a energy flow for me. Because um, I mean, all of us that are in um, energy work, Right. I mean, we like to think we have a control on spirituality, but that is so far from the truth. Um, for me, I was always looking for that, you know, where's the rule book? Where are the what are the procedures when this happens? What do you do here? And it's like when nobody could give me that, it was so frustrating for me because I'm that type of person where it's like I need to, I need to understand it so that I can, you know, um, be able to control it, manipulate it, whatever you want to do. But those were not any of the words that I need to use. Because first of all, I can't control it. I can't manipulate it. And it's kind of like, it's like we drive the bus, but we don't have the map.
0: Right. So Carolyn Mace (laughs) puts it really well. She says, there is no logic in the mystic
1: oh yeah that's great right that's really that's so there is no
0: logic in the mystic so there is not a handbook for this and i wanted to just expand a little bit more on that whole expanding your energy thing just Mm -hmm. as a a reference to what's happening today Mm -hmm. just as an aside really quickly the heart aura generally on most people is six feet out from the body and What have they told us about social distancing? We need to stay six feet away from each other. Why? Because then our heart auras can't talk to each other unless we know how to push our energy farther. People are no longer able to connect through their heart aura when they're more than six feet away. So I just wanted to put that out there.
1: Wow. Uh, that's actually pretty interesting. And, and I like how you said that if you um, know or learn how to push your own or field out, um, even though the person might not know about it, you're kind of infecting them with your heart chakra Absolutely. without them knowing it. Right. And that's great because I, I I'm okay with people getting infected by me because all it's going to be is just great, positive, you know, <laughs> love, joy, confidence, whatever they need that day. That's what they're going to get from me. Right. So Here that's, too. that's what I love about that. Yeah. And you know, it's just, it's just crazy. That's kind of what happened. Cause I remember I'd be going into, you know, oh Costco was the worst for me. You know Costco, I, I got hit right, left, and center. And I was starting to sweat one day. Lord's like, Are you okay? I'm like, I think so, but we need to get the hell out of here. <laughs> so, you know, I, we almost dropped everything, we weren't even going to go to the cash line up, right? Um, but yeah, ever since I learned how to expand that, it, it really truly truly happened, and just like. See, I think the one thing with spirituality is that in dealing with spirit, you can't go back not knowing when something's happened. Like, it, it's true. It's real. Like, it, it's, it's transformational. It's moving. It's uh, like a few other things. Like, it's helped me in so many different ways that I've taken this to more of a shenanigans. Uh, journey. And I've got a great shaman in Alberta um, that's really kind of been taking me under her wing. Um, She's fabulous. Uh, She's really, really, truly amazing. And that connection is like very powerful, like very powerful to the point where it's like, I mean, I could probably scream her name right now and she could text me saying, hey, are you trying to contact me? Are you trying to connect with me? And, she probably and- knows we're
0: talking about her. She is oh, yeah. also a very, very dear friend of mine. I connected Tyler, and yes. her name is Karen. I connected yeah. the two of them because Tyler was having some real issues, and I said, you need to speak to her. And she is a blessing for everybody whose path that she crosses. I do hope to get her on this podcast one of these days. Oh, yeah.
1: You, you definitely need to. Absolutely. She's amazing.
0: Need- She's really
1: Uh, even to the, even to the point where, you know, um, so, so for me, I've always been saying to people that are, that's in the spiritual industry that, you know, things are moving very quickly for me. You know, I feel like the train's going and I'm either on it or I'm not, but no matter what this spiritual awakening is happening, whether I want it to or not. And a lot of people in the in the community or that type of industry is like no 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 it, it can't be you just it'll happen when it happens it takes years for this years for that and i'm like no i'm telling you that something is going to happen well you know three years later three and a half years later you know i've now gone to the point where i um, have my own medicine name for energy work with my clients Right. Okay. Um, I also did a ceremony by myself for like 12 hours to get my spirit name, which is basically the name that I used for, for me, for ceremony. Right. Um, that's what it is for me. And I gotta be honest with you. That was the biggest, um, the biggest like aha for me. Cause after I got my spirit name, I felt whole. I can honestly say that if I kind of went within, there was no empty spot anywhere in my body. I feel so whole right now. It's not even funny. Like it's just, it's so amazing on connecting with your own soul seed, your own spirit um, and being able to, you know, um, heal yourself and go into ceremonies and go into journeys, um, for yourself. So, and also too, but using my medicine name to go and help others during their, you know, challenges that they have going on, you know, and sometimes I go back and forth with, uh, you know, my medicine name and my spirit name, when it comes to clients, it all depends on, you know, what's happening, what's, you know, what's going on with the client at that time. And, for so me it's amazing
0: so you started with a mm-hmm. spiritual awakening because you didn't know what was happening you reached out yeah. to people you kind of went through this journey so then now you're following the path of a shaman to become a shaman yourself is that not correct
1: I don't know if I'm going to become a shaman, um, full, full shaman. I know that if that's the course it's going to go to, then that's the, the course it's going to go to right now. Um, for me, it's, um, it's the right path right now for me. I'm very energetic with the animal world, the spirit world. Um, I can I can go into the spirit world very quickly. Uh, I'm more grounded that way. Where you know, my wife Lori, she's kind of the the upper world. She's all about the angels and everything like that. She can go up there way quicker than I can, right? Um, so, so there's let's, there's a let's lot of things about, like that.
0: Let's talk about you went from the spiritual journey into this shamanic journey. How? did that happen? So how did you get from, I mean, yes, I know I said I connected you, but there were pieces of that puzzle that took you before to get to where you are now. So how did you end up following shamanism in the first place?
1: Um, Well, I, 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 um, well, you know what, I'm going to say it anyways. Okay. So I actually, had somebody else that I was working with. And unfortunately um, things didn't go as planned. The reason why I got into it is because I wanted to have that connection, learn how to have that connection with my higher self, right? Learn how to have that connection um, because it was a fight um, with me and my higher self. I mean, you got to think about it, you know, uh, four, three, four years ago, I'm like, what, 30, I'm 46 right now. So we're talking like 43, right? I, I'm not, I haven't talked to my higher self for 43 years. Like if I'm expecting, you know, your higher self to come with bells and whistles and it's going to be rainbows and butterflies, that freaking isn't going to happen. Right? Like, <laughs> that it's, is it's not how up. it happens. No, <laughs> not at all. It is not I rainbows mean,
0: and butterflies. No, that is for sure. It would be nice. Yeah. But you know, when you're arguing with your higher self, it's because you're so grounded in your ego that yeah. you don't know how to surrender to the powers yeah. that be that are above, no that birth. that have your knowledge that have all your inner knowledge and all your inner knowing and your connection to the divine. We yeah. all need to go through some kind of an ego death to be able to death
1: access rebirth. that. Yes. Death rebirth. If I don't go through death rebirth once a month, I don't know, if something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I I've died and came back so many times in the last uh you know few years. It's uh explain it's been great. that though.
0: We don't want people thinking that you actually died, we want them yeah. to understand what you yeah. mean. So you've died so, and you rebirth. What does that mean?
1: So basically, you know, when 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 death comes, like it's like the tarot deck. I mean, honestly, to be honest with you, if the death card comes up in the tarot deck for me, I kind of get a little excited because you know. Um, I know that some shitty thing that I'm going through, right, is going out and, and I'm rebirthing to allow other new opportunities come in, right? And I mean, for some people, that could be a lot of different areas. That could be your your career, could be your relationships, it could be your, um, uh, you know, um, uh, employment, I mean, it could be so many different things. It could be also, too, like a little part of the ego that doesn't work with you anymore is dying because you're surrendering to new opportunities, which is rebirth.
0: Right. And, for you me. know, for those of you that, that read tarot, you know that just to be put it into different kind of a different perspective is the the death card really just means you're at the end of a cycle and you're beginning mm-hmm. a new one. A chapter is closing. A new chapter is starting right. Ah. Death and rebirth. It's the same thing. Wow. I'm getting goosebumps saying that. So I know <laughs> it's, it's definitely the right message to be sharing is that ah. you know we all have to go through these cycles and these transitions to become more conscious this mm. All of what's happening now is a war on consciousness, right? So to become more and more conscious, to be more and more in your spiritual self and less in your ego self, you have mm-hmm. to go through these cycles of death and rebirth. So Tyler isn't literally dying. We're not, you know, resuscitating him once a (laughs) month. He's just going through and shifting the old out and letting new, allowing and surrendering to what's new, what's different, what might be uncomfortable. Right. 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 And and I mean, let's face it, none of this spiritual awakening, moving into shamanism, death, rebirth, All of it is really freaking uncomfortable, but guess what? You don't grow in your comfort zone. So you want to get used to being uncomfortable. If if I didn't learn anything from Tyler, that was one thing I learned is you need to get comfortable living in the discomfort of life because that's where you're actually living your life. You're not living when you're in your comfort zone.
1: No, you're, 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 you're surviving. Yeah. And in most cases, some people aren't surviving. They're, they're, they're sinking like they're suffocating in, in some cases, right? Um, no, I totally agree with you on that. You know, the for me, um, comfort, is like a bad word. Um, you know, it's, I mean, I like a good comfortable couch, but I don't like to be comfortable, right? Because if I'm comfortable, that means I, I'm not growing. I'm not growing, I, which means, um, I'm not doing anything for me. I'm not doing anything for my family, I'm not doing anything for service of everyone. Right. Um, it's just, you know, I it's just not me to do that. And you know, what are we were talking about? I I'm get
0: getting, I'm getting okay, so. Okay, so I know this is such a great conversation. <laughs> so you were working with a different shop. You had a really bad experience. You, we don't have to get into what that experience was, just that there were things that were left over,
1: right? There were things
0: that were left over that were not in your best and highest good. Let's just put it that way. Okay. Let's
1: put it that way. That's the
0: nicest way we can put that is that they weren't in your best and highest good. And so- I suggested and I knew something to you, was wrong. right. You knew I something, knew was, something wrong, was
1: wrong. And I, just, I said
0: to you, you need to speak to my girlfriend, Karen, yes. because she can help you. Yeah. And it took you a while, right? It did. It took oh, you a completely. while because you had, oh. had such a bad experience.
1: Six, six months, probably at least.
0: Mm-hmm. Probably Yeah, six
1: months, you know? Um, yeah, I kind of really had a hesitation, um, largely just because of, uh, I had my own experience. Like it was my experience. It wasn't from somebody else telling me about an experience, right? Because we got to be careful with that, right? We have to be careful with other people's um, opinions of other things because they're telling you that from their belief system, from their model of the world, and that might not. And that's not going to be your belief system or your model of the world. So be careful. Okay. This is a little tip. Be careful on who you get your advice from and opinions from, because one of the cheapest things in life are other people's opinions, because they're not, they're not telling you it from your model of the world, your belief system. Right. So you have to be careful with that. Absolutely. So, yeah, and uh, it um, got to the point where it's like I knew something was wrong. I just, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it, and I knew it for like two years, right? Two years, I knew it, but I just, you know, didn't have that ability to kind of figure out what it was, and also, too, I didn't have anybody that I could go to for what it was that I needed. Right. There's a lot. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people that have helped me through my spiritual journey. And I, and you all know who you are. And I just wanted to say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Cause it really helped me. And I really truly appreciate each and every one of you for that. Um,
0: yeah, we definitely don't but, go through these journeys by ourselves. I mean, you know, no, we do the work, you you gotta we that. do the you work, gotta, but we yeah. don't do it Solo. So as much as you might feel like you're really on your own on a spiritual journey, someone yeah. will drop you a little tidbit and all of a sudden it'll help move you forward. That's someone helping you. That's the divine coming in and saying, here's a little breadcrumb for you from this person over here. You yeah. have to still take that breadcrumb and do the work, yeah. but you're never alone on this journey. No mm-hmm. matter how alone you think you are, you are never ever alone. And the universe always has your back Always
1: absolutely. Universe is always going to have your back. And I mean, the great thing about having a community is that you can go to some people. Like, I mean, listen, whether it's spiritual, whether it's business or whether it's personal, I mean, if you have the same problem for longer than 30 days, guess what? You need professional help (laughs) period, period. If you've got the same problem or the same challenge for longer than 30 days, you need professional help, no matter what it is. Okay, so, so you I stepped help. into
0: some professional help with Karen and what has happened for you since. So talk to me about kind of the journey that she's been taking you on and what you've been learning and why shamanism has been so powerful in your life.
1: Okay. So when I met, um, when I met Karen, um, uh, where it's a sacred plains woman okay it's her medicine name and uh, one of the things is i was talking to her about you know what was happening with me and all this and we had this first conversation and i honestly felt that connection right away where the other time it took over a year but this one was like instant yep i'm working with her i just need to make sure that you know it's right for me hung up the zoom call did my own little thing to make sure that it was right and i'm like yeah i need your help on this we did that and then we took a look at doing some other things and it's funny because if you ask her she's going to be like you know what i can't plan anything with tyler because (laughs) he's moving quicker than what somebody would be so
0: I'm the same way. I am exactly the same way. I move through spiritual stuff so fast. People are like, like I I've gone for counseling. They're like, so this is a nine month program. And nine weeks later I walk out because I just process everything super quick. So does Tyler.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. So, um, we met for a reason too. Like you and I met up again after you know you left uh Ontario to go to Calgary, right? We met up to meet up so that I could meet Karen because here's here's why I know that I'm on the right track. Because um how can I say this? Because everybody's gonna be like, oh my god, this is like this guy's freaked. Like, what is he? Just talking?
0: just say it oh, and I then am. I don't we will just you know I mean? we'll we'll like, unpack you know, it. this. I came out of the
1: spiritual closet two years ago, so I'm okay. (laughs) Uh, So Karen said to me, she's like, she saw in one of her um, journeys. So Karen is a amazing pipe carrier. Okay. She's a carrier of a pipe. Very honored, very honored in a lot of different uh, cultures for this. And she had originally bought her first pipe. She had it made. She had the pipe sent to her. She opens up the pipe and she's like, what do you mean? I'm you're not for me. I'm not for you. I'm for somebody else. You have to, and you have to hold on to me. You can't take me back. And you have to find the person that is supposed to be for. So (laughs) this is funny. She's had the pipe for five years and she saw that the pipe actually had called on me. So this is where, you know, All these connections happened for a reason. So she sent me out the pipe. And I have been learning um, how to um, do pipe ceremony. I have connected with my own pipe spiritually. And uh, it's been uh, pretty amazing um, uh, with the pipe as well. So I know I'm on the right track for this. Right. So
0: what is the significance of the pipe? I mean, not that that she had to hold on to it for for five years. I had an equal yeah. experience with her with crystals. So I completely yeah. understand this. But talk to me about the significance of the pipe. Why do you use the pipe? What does it do for you? What do you smoke in it? All of that kind of stuff.
1: So the great thing about the uh, pipe is, so... Um, I got the the pipe was brought to me because of the thirteen day pipe ceremony I had to do to connect with my pipe, but it was to connect with my pipe for some other reasons. Um, for instance, the Shiamia was came in, which is the you know um, the holders of the book of life, right? The Shiamia, and. Basically, what it was, is it was to get me to a point where um, my spiritual self, my soul seed was moving faster than my physical could keep up. So they had to actually go to kind of like not to speed my physical up to catch up with my soul seed. OK, um, and basically, so that's kind
0: of like ascension, right? I mean, many of us are going through ascension right now where our physical yeah. bodies can't keep up with how quickly our souls are ascending into the 5D yeah. realm. So we're having all kinds of, you know, aches and pains and headaches and ears ringing and all that sort of stuff. So this is sort yeah. of the same thing, correct?
1: Well, this is to a, this is to a point where it was getting to know my pipe, but also giving me messages of, you know why i'm here um what am i supposed to do a little bit more on, on that so it was completely different for me it had its own agenda the pipe uh, to get to me with every with the shia mia um and basically what it did is it got me to the um galactic council so my book of life um i am actually in the in the spirit world in the the cosmos, the energetic universe, whatever you want to call it. Um, I am a galactic, I'm a member of the Galactic Council, which I just found out when we journeyed there. And I journeyed there with Karen um, to go in front of them to kind of find, because we were summoned through the pipe. We were summoned through the pipe. And when we got there, it was a point where, we're all here. We're all energy. I mean, I hope everybody is on here believes that I truly do believe that we're energy and some energy of us energy moves really quickly like us and the table and the computer, it just moves, you know, slowly, Right. What's that?
0: Really, really, really. slow. Yeah. Like so slow. You can't tell that, but even, you know, the desk that's that my computer is sitting on all the cells are vib- uh, like its cells yes. are vibrating. Its energy is vibrating, but very slowly. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it solid. That's why you can knock on it and you Crash. can hear something, right? Where, Crash. you know, what you're doing is high speed. Yeah. For, and for those of you that don't know, um, there, there's various terms that, that are getting thrown around here. Tyler's talking mm-hmm. about the book of light. In the spiritual world, they're called the Akashic Records, right? Correct. The, yes. The Galactic Council is the Galactic Council. There is no other terminology for the Galactic Council, but the Book of no. Life is the same as the Akashic Records. So just, I, I'll keep clarifying these as we go, just yeah, uh, thank because, you. because just, everybody, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right? So you and Karen were summoned to yes. go, to the, the, we to, go summoned. to the Galactic Council.
1: Correct. Okay. Right. So- you know, for me, when I hear like I'm very like um, word because that's that's what I do, right? Neurolinguistic programming is a lot about also wording and how what people say, and I and I pick up on things. And first thing I picked up on was the word "summoned." Like, I mean, when that word "summoned" it's not a good word <laughs> to hear, I'm like, man, am I back in school and I'm going to go to the principal's office and get <laughs> like, you know. What the heck did I do spiritually? Did I go and journey somewhere in my dream time, not know about it? And I'm going to get in crap now. Like I was kind of, I'm going to be honest with you. I was a little freaking worried to go there. Uh, meanwhile, Karen was laughing her butt off, right? She's, she's hysterically thinking this is great. Like we're, you know, I, I get to go to the galactic council. So, uh, so what does I mean, the galactic
0: council do for those that don't know who are the galactic council and what is their learning. purpose? Okay, so what have you learned so far? Let's talk about what you've learned.
1: This this, this so far, um, so basically, I've been put on this earth um, for a reason, and my reason is finally coming now. And mine is to help all of the people that pass away, all the souls that are going to start passing away in the next three months um, uh, through the veil. So I'm not in the Bardo's like Karen is, like a death walker, right? I'm on the other side. I'm on the other side where my job so she's is- she's feeding to them be, to you. Yeah, and I'm taking them and taking them to their soul seeds, to where they were first originated from. Okay. Okay, um, yeah. It's so you're
0: basically taking things, them back things, to the yeah. light. You're taking them, so she's helping them through the death through the, process. Through the light. Yeah. And then you're taking them to the light back from source energy. Correct. Okay.
1: Yeah. So that's my job. Okay. And that's what we were summoned to, um, to make sure that, uh, I knew what it was that I'm doing. Um, and again, it took four years for me to get to this point. Like this isn't something that is not something that has kind of happened in like three or four months. Yes. I say it's happening really fast to me, for me, but that's really fast compared to what I was when I first started compared to now having some type of spiritual responsibility, right?
0: Right. Yes, that is, that is, that is really quick because I know where Tyler started and where he is now. It is really quick. And I know that for myself, even though I've been always, mostly awake most of my life and aware of all of this even my own spiritual awakening has only happened in the last five years and where i was five years ago where i am today i'm not even the same person like not yeah, even remotely the same person that i was five years ago
1: yeah. so four, four, four years ago i was i was like afraid yeah um i i was uh secondly attacked easily um and i ran All the time Uh, until I received my medicine name, I was um, attacked. Uh, It was the first time that I didn't run. I didn't run. And it showed me who I really was at that point. It really showed me that, you know what, this medicine name that I have is you know it's kind of like you know with great powers comes great responsibility it it really it really does uh because you can really help out a lot of people um with the healing um whether it be physical whether it be mental whether it be emotional um you know there's not enough people out there doing this and i feel like if any of you are listening to this right now And you've got this type of knowing that you're a healer or a light worker or, you know, um, uh, shamanism inside you, or you even want to kind of take a look at it. Do it. Don't give a shit what anybody thinks. You know what? If if you think that you're going to be judged and all that, let them judge you. Let them judge you.
0: It's Just, not their you know, journey; it's your journey. It's so journey. honor it, yes.
1: Yeah, honor it. I wish I I had honored it earlier when it was all happening. But again, we got to all go through our journey, you know, differently. But and you, you know, go through it when you're I, ready.
0: You go through it yeah, when you're ready. I mean, we can all sit and say, "I really wish I had done this sooner or that sooner or the other thing sooner." At the end of the day, you do it when you are. Ready. ready and everything yeah. just kind of starts to line up and you're ready to take that leap into yeah. the unknown right
1: yeah and when and also too so when when you know you're ready is the feeling you're not ready when when you're saying it here because you know this is your unconscious mind your ego might be getting in the way and self-sabotaging you right okay so for me it's like ready is yeah it's just a knowing i don't care what my ego's saying it's a knowing inside that this is where I need to go. This is the direction I need to go to or Absolutely. in, right? Moving forward. And all of this has not only like been amazing for me, but it's also been amazing for my, my clients, right? I mean, Wendy, we've had some pretty cool, uh, cool spiritual, uh, you know, things happening, especially in timeline therapy. I mean, it uh, just happens, just happens sometimes, right? And for
0: me, because I'm a very energetic person, having a coach who was equally energetic really made my coaching a lot more powerful. My, like the coaching I was receiving, not the coaching that I give, the coaching I was receiving so much more powerful because when someone understands the energetic level that you're at, they can help you at a much deeper level than someone who doesn't. And I have been with plenty of counselors and plenty of coaches who do not understand where I'm at spiritually, energetically. And Tyler was able to not only handle it, but walk me through all kinds of things. I, we, we had, you know, we had some very, very interesting experiences happen while we were working together. Yeah. So I have a question for you. You keep throwing around, medicine name and i've heard spirit name could you explain what the medicine name is what the spirit name is and what the difference is
1: yeah so um your medicine name is the name that you get um for um, healing okay so my medicine name is it's um what i use when i'm working with a client right it's what i use when i'm doing energy work on a client's it's what I use if I want to try to connect with spirit and their soul. Um, it kind of helps me with uh, that. So that's what um, my medicine name is for. My spirit name is, is, is for me and me only, right? It's um, what I, I do when I go into ceremony for myself. Any type of ceremony that's happening, it's when I use my spirit name. Okay, so there's is it lots like of an identifier.
0: There. So excuse me, I'm sorry to interrupt yeah. you, but I'm I'm, yeah. sitting so going, I'm I'm still not quite clear. So your medicine yeah. name, you go in and you say you're, this is, you know,
1: this is Tyler Dragonheart warrior. I have spoken depends on what it is that you're doing. Um, if I'm going in and cleansing my home, I use my medicine name, right? So I already have that energy with me. Um, when I'm doing my my ceremony work, like I'm going to be doing a ceremony another week and a half, um, that's going to kind of get rid of some old stories crap that's kind of holding back on some stuff to so that I can move forward in a different way. But this is at an energetic level, right? Um, I'm going to be using my ceremony, my spirit
0: name, okay. right? So your right? spirit um, name is for spirit- all the personal healing work that you're doing your medicine name is for when you're working with other people and do you do you tell your clients your medicine name
1: uh i do sometimes yeah sometimes i do sometimes i don't important
0: that they know it
1: no i don't think so okay yeah, I don't think so. It, what's important is that I get permission from them to work with them energetically and spiritually. I always ask that. Um, I wouldn't do any type of energetic or spiritual work or connection without getting permission um, from the client. And then I also get permission from their soul. Because just because the client wants says yes, doesn't mean that their souls wants to.
0: Right. I know there's lots of times people right. will come and they'll say, Hey, you know, I'd like to do this. And you're like, no, you're not ready for that. Yeah. I can, I can just feel it. Like it there's, it's just a feeling. And I just know they're not ready for what they're actually asking for.
1: Well, and sometimes too, like you have to be really careful with that because sometimes the messages you get, just because you get them, sometimes you're not supposed to tell them they're supposed to go through it to get it. They got to get it on their own right so i've had it sometimes where i've gotten a message one or two and it's like nope you can't say anything at this time you can't say anything at this time they have to go through what they're going through to actually get it themselves right um so yeah it, it's it's uh i feel it's very sacred When you're dealing with somebody, to get those permissions and to let them know that you are going to be doing energy work in that. Uh, Because I feel like if you don't, it's um, a violation of trust.
0: Well, and it's also a violation of their energetic space. Yeah. It is really important to make sure. That you have permission to step into someone's energetic yeah. space. Like when someone books yeah. an appointment with me, I know I already have permission to step into their energetic space. Yeah. But if someone yeah. messages me on Messenger, I don't know. I have to wait and I feel it out. And it's like, am I even mm-hmm. supposed to work with them? You know, I ask those questions of my higher self and of the universe yeah. because you don't, someone, just because someone comes to you and says, I really need help with this doesn't mean that it's their time to learn what that thing is. And it might not be you who has to deliver that message to them.
1: Correct. Right. Correct. Correct. And it's, it's sometimes it's like, oh yeah, but it's so good to let them know this one. Right. (laughs) Right? It's like like scratching a
0: good itch. Right. Yeah, Yeah.
1: exactly. (laughs) Right. But again, it's like, You know, you got to go through the shit to get to where you want to get to. Like, you got to go through your stuff, right? If you just, if you ignore it, it's just going to be there and it's just going to compound and compound and compound, and then it's going to compound in other areas of your life and other areas of your life, other areas of your life to the point where it's like, this is where depression will set in, burnout will set in, frustration, overwhelm. And it's like, now this has gone into your mental state. Then now all that goes into your emotional state, right? The depression, everything. And then once that hits, when you get to the spiritual side, it, there's nothing there. There's like, it, it, it's, it's dark, the vibration that you're putting out, like it's funny. It's like I have people say to me, Tyler, I don't know how to manifest. I'm like, yes, you do. No, I don't. I'm like, yes, you do. You're actually a master manifester. And they start laughing at me. Oh, yeah. How's that? I'm like, because you manifest everything in your life. You're just manifesting everything you don't want. And it was like, boom! wow. Wow. I'll tell you how amazing the spiritual frequency and vibration of thoughts okay real quick i was in italy um with my family and my um anniversary or not my anniversary my like honeymoon too right and We rented a car and I was so worried about this, right? I'm driving in a country that you know speaks Italian. I don't speak any Italian. Yes, Lori does, but Google became Google Maps became my best friend for half a month, right? And you know, everything's standard. You know, it's a minimum 130. uh, kilometers an hour on the highway, wrapping around a mountain. Uh, you know, you've got ten lanes of traffic coming all in down to three. Like it was a little nerve wracking. I'm not going to lie to you about it, right? But I was worried about something happening with the vehicle. Something's going to happen. I had insurance on it to the to the hill, right? Like if anything happened, it was covered. But I still just didn't want anything to happen. Well, our vacation was over vehicle's fine. We get on the plane, we come home. It's like two o'clock in the morning. So we get home, we just go to sleep. We wake up, we have nothing, we have no food, right? Like we haven't been there for half a month. So we're like, okay, well, you know, this was October. It was kind of like a cloudy, dark day. I'm like, well, let's go for breakfast. We get in the car, we go for breakfast. Then all of a sudden we're done our breakfast, you know, clouds, You know separated the sunlight's coming out it was a beautiful day after breakfast so i'm going to go get the car ready and i'm looking at the car and i'm like oh my god i'm looking around oh my god (laughs) lori's like what's going on somebody keyed my car they keyed every surface of my car except for the hood and they did it on one of the Saturday nights at 4.30 in the morning because my neighbor had a camera. And I guess they couldn't get anything out of my vehicle, so they took it out on my car. So here's the thing. I wasn't really specific about what my vibration frequency was on. It was just one of my cars. Well, one of my cars was all the way in Barrie, Ontario, and I'm in Rome, Italy. Okay. So if anybody thinks that their thoughts aren't powerful, I call bullshit. (laughs) Well, I mean, let's
0: think about it. You know, you get that thought of somebody and 10 minutes later, they call you, they message you, they whatever, because we're all on the same frequency. Thoughts are a thing and they can create things, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. They can create problems
0: yeah or they can
1: create opportunities
0: absolutely right? so know. so i know from working with karen myself i because yep. i actually um when karen was doing all of her training she used me as her guinea pig a lot yes. <laughs> i had no idea what i was doing i was just like sure i'll be your <laughs> guinea pig because i'm always people's guinea pigs for things right. like this <laughs> and she took me through a journey to discover my medicine wheel Mm -hmm. And to discover my animals on the medicine wheel, in particular, my power animals. So Mm -hmm. I imagine that you have gone through a similar journey, you have your medicine wheel, you know what your animals are. Can you talk about what the medicine wheel is, what its purpose is, and about the different animals that you'll find on there?
1: Okay. So again, this is my opinion of the medicine wheel. So, you know, um, I don't want to have somebody kind of come on here saying, Hey, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Listen, feel free to reject anything I say you don't agree with. Again, this is my interpretation of my own medicine wheel. um, And I just want to put that out there very clarify that right away. Okay. So uh, a medicine wheel to me, wow. um, It's pretty powerful um i went on a journey um to get uh my actual um power animals uh in um different uh coordinates like uh you know you have your power animal which is your center your north your south your east your west your your northeast north south southwest southeast and all that um but each direction um, is, uh, an animal for a certain thing. So my, my center is my power animal. It's just, it's, it's power. And so it's my main ones, uh, you know, my go-to on most cases. Right. So but what is your power animal? animal?
0: What is your personal so my, power?
1: So my personal power animal is the black Panther. Um, it's the one that's with me all the time. Okay. Mine's um, a duck. <laughs> hey, they're very resourceful.
0: Uh, uh, yeah not only that they're mighty fierce if you cross them but yeah, I was like absolutely. a duck I have a mallard duck as my power animal but <laughs> honestly if if I ever really need to pull up the fierceness, that's where I need to go is to into the right. duck energy, right
1: Yeah so um then you've got like for instance, um the the east um you know you've got sorry your um uh, oh my gosh i just like okay so your east is is your war animal uh mine is the war elephant um in the uh west is um your healer animal my healer is a baboon uh then in the south you've got your birth animal which is mine is the wolf and then in the north, you've got it's called uh, recapulation. It's like the mind, your mind. Um, mine is a vulture. Okay. Um, if I go to the northeast, uh, this is your past lives. Mine's a jackrabbit. And over in the north um, west is my um, my death animal, which is the gazelle. And then in the south west is the um my shadow animal which is the skunk and in the southwest is my dreamer animal and that's the anaconda okay so i did this journey a drum journey and i went down into the spirit world i dropped down in and um you know there was Uh, Lots of animals in there and, uh, you know, not all of them were any of my animals on my wheel. So some of them took me some of them I knew who my animal um, was for that uh, section. And then sometimes it took me maybe 234 right? But it was kind of funny. It's like my North, my capulation one, he was laughing at me because I I couldn't get him. I had to, it was like, pass, I'll come back to him. You know, you're playing a game, pass, and then you come back and they ask you the question again. So, so he was kind of funny. He was like, uh, you know, it's like, he was right there. Karen was saying to me, right. And I just, I I felt it, but I just couldn't. Right. So I finally figured out who it was. So, why is this powerful why am I like excited about this well I'm excited about it because I'll tell you why uh, two weeks ago I wasn't feeling the best and I even got to the point where it was like I got had a fever uh, it just rose right up um, at like uh, you know nine o'clock ten o'clock at one night so I'm like okay you know what I'm just gonna go to bed and I went to bed and I'm like you know what I just this Thought just came into my head, and I'm like, I'm just gonna lay here, and I'm gonna try to drop into my medicine wheel and see what animal comes up to help me, right? And the f- crazy thing was, it was my vulture. I'm Like, it wasn't my healer. It was, it was my vulture. It was my recapulation, my mind. And I did a little journey with uh, my vulture there. And what happened was, uh, my vulture is like taller, taller than me. Right, like uh, his wings when you stand, or they're, they're they're like up here. So basically, what he did is is he actually wrapped his wings around me, and he was wrapping his rings around me. And as he was doing that, I, I felt him healing me at the same time, but also telling me that this is in your mind. And I'm like, What? This is in your mind, your fever is in your mind, control your mind controls the fever. And I'm like, Hmm. So I'm like, okay, so I'm getting that. Uh, I had a great journey with him. I came out of it. And what I did is I also had a little bit of my own, um, what we call uh, training from being an NLP practitioner in that, that I can talk with my unconscious mind. So I went right to my immune system. And I said to my immune system, you know, start working, start raising my immune system a hundred percent to fight this, a hundred percent to fight this. By the time three o'clock came around in the morning, I didn't have the fever anymore. I woke up and I was fine. I was 100% fine. Never took anything for it. Never took anything for it. All I did was journey to my medicine wheel.
0: If people understood how powerful they were, they wouldn't be running out and getting this job. That's all I have to say is because you can heal yourself from pretty much anything. Um, Yeah. And and just for those of you that don't understand the terminology of journey and excuse me, I'm sorry. I know I'm fussing around with my lighting, but it went from bright sunshine to almost dark in the middle of us talking. So for those of you that are going, would you stop frigging around with your lights? I apologize. I just wasn't expecting it to get dark so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) and the sunshine, it kind of disappeared yeah. on me. <laughs> it was a bright, sunny day when we started. And so now I'm just trying to figure out the lighting. So I don't look like I'm disappearing on the screen. Anyway, no problem. Um, if people understood how powerful they were, and how much power they had to heal themselves, if they gave themselves the right conditions we wouldn't have a need for big pharma. We wouldn't have a need for all of the things that are going on in the world yeah. right now. We are extraordinarily powerful beings. And yeah, Tyler is, is proof of that. I am proof of that. I mean, I, I my husband has reversed prostate cancer holistically twice. I reverse my bipolar and a whole host of other things. Holistically, I have not had a bipolar cycle in four and a half years after 30 years of bipolar. So if you knew how powerful you were, you wouldn't be so afraid of what is going on out there. Um, And by the way, the word journey is just another word for meditation because I have done these journeys with Karen myself and basically Karen just starts to beat on her drum and you drop into a nice deep meditation where you wander around in, in the world of your own brain and your own soul. And it's, it's cool. It's just a guided meditation. It's just that in the shaman world, they call it a a journey because you're taking a journey into yourself.
1: Yeah, and I don't have I don't personally have a drum. Um, so if if I do it, I just kind of beat here on the top part of my chest, like not on uh, here, but up higher. And this is where I, I, I beat. Uh, and what happens when I do that is it just gets me to go go in. It's like what was that word that we used earlier today? Surrender right? allows me to surrender, allows me to have my ego, my conscious, my unconscious mind move out of the way to have my spirit come in or some other spirit, who knows? <laughs>
0: And the reason that you're tapping up at the top of your breastbone, so we're looking at the sternum bone here, you're tapping at the very top because your thymus gland is right behind it. And this is also where the thymus chakra is. This chakra is the chakra of unconditional love and acceptance. So when you tap on it, first of all, it boosts your immune system. As soon as you start to tap here, your thymus gland is responsible for your immune system. So when you start tapping here, it starts to boost your immune system, but it also taps you into unconditional love and acceptance. So yeah. when you're tapping right. here, it drops you into that space of unconditional love, which then allows you to drop deeper mm-hmm. into your journey. So that's why mm-hmm. you tap here as opposed to deeper. You could tap your heart, yeah. but you really yeah. want to get into this unconditional love space here. And again, that's like I cool. said, we can always use an immune system boost. So this, this gets the oh, thymus yeah. gland going. So Thinous that's why you do that.
1: Yeah, I, it's, um. I didn't know that. So that's amazing that I can uh, um, pass that information on too, right? Yeah, yeah, it's that. The medicine wheel could be used for so many different things. Like, I mean, if you're a business owner, you know, getting your medicine wheel up and running could really help you run your business. I mean, depending on, on what energy that you need to have for that day or that month or that year in your business, you know, you can, you know, rel- um, call on to it and get messages and get help uh, from that uh, that energy of that that medicine right like so even though it's the my skunk is my shadow right it's my shadow medicine it's it's the one that wants to help me with business who would know Who'd, who would who would have thunk What <laughs> that that a stinky been, old skunk yeah, would be a your shadow? Old, yeah, that would be <laughs> my
0: shower, buddy. Have Christmas, a shower. Maybe
1: right? <laughs> calling me Peppy Le Pew. <laughs> right.
0: Actually, it was really interesting. Um, I was doing some coaching with Tyler and Lori earlier this year, and they had Karen come in and we did a journey to find our business animal. Yes. And my business animal, which is not the same as my shadow animal turned out to be a teddy bear. So like you think about these things and you're like, that doesn't sound very powerful until you go look it up. So when you, if you're feeling really connected to an animal or to the spirit of an animal, go and look up the meaning, the Mm -hmm. spiritual meaning or the shamanic meaning, whichever appeals to you of what that animal is, because you will find that. The animal has qualities that you need in your life.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. Um, and everything has its own wheel. Like uh, again, your business has its own power animal. Um, it has its own power energy. Like everything has its own its own power, its own center energy for it. Right. Um, and I learned that, and it was pretty cool to kind of figure out that you know, my own power animal would be different than my business power animal. Right. And my wife's like, we run a business together, you know, she might, she might have a different power animal for her.
0: Right. Right. Right.
1: And then we might have one that amalgamates together. Who knows? We haven't gone there yet.
0: (laughs) So, (laughs) so let's talk really quickly about what it is that you do how you help your clients and just quickly kind of tie together um, how your shamanic journey has helped improve your business. So start with that and then, and talk about kind of what you do in your business so that people can find you and understand why you've incorporated shamanic medicine into your coaching practice.
1: Oh, Yeah. Um, so basically, um, we we help uh, women entrepreneurs um, with um, empowering them to success. Uh, we um, do unconscious coaching. We do not. We do not do conscious coaching. Okay. Um, if you're looking for conscious coaches, that's not us. We're only doing um, unconscious work. Uh, we only do. Transformation. Okay. Um, we don't do change because everybody can change to get what they want, Wendy, but they always go back to who they are unless they have that transformation because you can't go, you can't go back not knowing there's a better way of doing something. Right. Like you, you yeah. can't, you have to move forward. Right. That's the, you, you've got new neurology now. Right. On something that's, you know, going from here to move you forward. Right. So we um, help people with frustration, overwhelm, burnout. Um, We help them with getting um, their mindset, uh, their emotional flux under control. We find out all of the limiting beliefs that are nothing but lies that are holding you back from running a, a successful business. right? And I have a lot of people say to me, Wendy, it's like, yeah, I know what's holding me back. I know what my limiting belief is. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, you don't. Let me tell you, you from don't. experience. No you, <laughs> no, you don't. No, you and don't. It
1: is, it's funny. People will have a 20-minute conversation with me, and they'll be like 10 minutes in, and they'll be, oh, my God, I can't believe I just told you that. Oh, my God, I never thought about that. And this is because we work with your unconscious mind. Your unconscious mind knows everything about you. Right, everything about you—it's in every cell of your body. There's a memory. It's just—it's one of his prime directives—is to protect you, right? But sooner or later, it's banging on here, saying, "Okay, now we need to get this healed. We need to get out of it, so that we can move life forward." Right? So, we work with uh, the unconscious mind. We get—we help people um, with their limiting beliefs, so we get to the root cause of what's holding them back, either stopping them standing in their way or slowing them down from getting what they want in business or in personal. Okay. Um, we also um, do um, Oh, geez. Uh, core, core wounds. We'll find out where your core wound is as well. See, people don't think that core wounds and their limiting beliefs and their root causes are holding their business back. Man, your business is you. There's so many business owners out there that put so much money into product and services, like uh, you know computers and software applications and all that stuff, and they got a fancy looking website, but they don't put money into their biggest asset, themselves, because your business isn't running because you got a fancy website. Your business isn't running because you got these apps. And you've got all this stuff that you paid for. And I got this, you know, this iPhone 24, because I'm like, got the best shit ever. Meanwhile, you're still broke and you can't move forward. Right. So we help entrepreneurs. Now, let me just make sure we're not business coaches. Okay. We're the coaches that you need before you hire a business coach because there's a lot of great business coaches out there that I feel that get a bad name from past clients. And the reason why, so clients weren't ready for all that great information here. They weren't ready, right? So what do they do? They blame the person that they just spend a lot of money, gave a lot of money to. It's that person's fault. They don't take full responsibility for it, right? They're just blaming, complaining, and justifying why they're where they're still at. So that's why you need someone like Lori and myself to help you through all that. Get rid of the clutter up here, right? Mental, mental health, um, emotional health, spiritual health. Because when we work on those three pillars, it shows up in your physical, either in your physical body or your physical universe. What's your physical universe? Your business, your relationships all that stuff is your physical universe right so when we work on these three or if there's a problem in your physical body your physical form or your universe it's because there's something wrong with one of those three or all three it all depends right right? so that's um how has my spiritual um helped me Well, when I was first coaching, it was like a step-by-step procedure. We do this, 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 this. Did it work? Yeah, absolutely. Clients were getting great results all the time. But what was happening is I was growing spiritually where my intuition was growing. And I was connecting with spirit and connecting with their spirit. And what happened was it was like there's no, this is one, two, three, four, and five. It was... Okay. We're going to go we're going to do what's being called. We're going to do what the person needs and and we're only going to go from there. So if if I got to do say step 4 which was before first I'm doing step 4. Right? So I'm bringing a lot of the intuition in on the energy and what I'm getting from my clients that helps them. And when I do it that way, it just runs really smooth. Um, We get way more ah ahas, way more ah ahas. We even go a little deeper that I wasn't even expecting to go. And it's been great that way. I mean, I've added it into where I also do some energy work on the client as well.
0: And it's pretty amazing, I got to say. So Tyler, if someone wanted to work with you, how would they find you?
1: They can find us on Facebook at Jacqueline Coaching. Uh, They can find us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Google, and LinkedIn at JacquelineCoaching.com. You can set up um, uh, a meeting or an appointment with us through uh, Facebook. Um, but you can also give us a call too. Our our phone number is uh, 905-995-3916. Or you can also email at tyler at jacquelinecoaching.com, J-A-C-K-L-Y-N, and then coaching, C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G. And you can also reach us at jacquelinecoaching at gmail.com as well.
0: And all those links will be posted below um, in the YouTube and anchor boxes so that you can find them. Tyler, thank you so much for taking us on this journey today. Yeah. It has been fascinating hearing about how spirituality and shamanism has really impacted your life. And I really hope that people that are listening to this podcast kind of have a better understanding of you know, what shamanism is all about and how it can impact their lives as well. i probably
1: screwed them all up
0: now. (laughs) That's okay. You know what? You've screwed me up too, and I'm turning up right, so I'm fine. If I'm fine, Uh, y'all are going to be fine. So (laughs) thank you, everybody, for being here. This is Wendy 2.0, where everything is real, raw, and authentic. Have a great day. Uh